thank you again for for telling me you would help me for having that course for inviting me to participate and for getting me started with something that a seed that was already planted right and in the heart and the mind but it's really important to put it in, in pen and paper in order for it to grow so i'll let you introduce yourself and then we'll go ahead and get started with our fireside chat questions Thank you so much. I love the story. And I think it's the first time that I hear it, like the whole story and from the other side. So it's like, oh, que lindo. Thank you. Um, to your point, one of the things that I am very good at is at spotting talent. I know when I see talent, who has the capability, the tenacity. In Spanish, we have a word for that that I haven't found in English, la madera. You know, when you find someone que tiene la madera. So I saw you and I thought, um, this woman is going to go really far. And uh, that day in his, I remember we were talking about this, but you were already moving some strings and doing some things. And so you were already showing what Elevink was. Uh, so the spirit of Elevink was born before Elevink was, was, was created or officially created. So congratulations to you, to Joanna, Andrea, everybody in your team. Congratulations for making this happen. Um, this is a great message that you're sending to everybody because if you have an idea, you don't know where that idea can take you and, and what dream, you know, it's not a dream, it's something that could be a plan and then it can become your future. So thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Uh, nobody has called me Madrina before for a, for a business, so I'm like very, very touched. I'm very touched by the thank you so much. And uh, my pleasure to be here with all of you. I hope it's the first one of many to come. You can always count on me. So nice to meet you, everybody. My name is Minue Yoshida, and I am an international public speaking coach. Um, before we start, I think I've met almost all of you. Um, before we start, I'm going to tell you tip number one for leadership, for accomplishing everything you want, for creating amazing, amazing networking liaisons, for, for creating a change in your life. Show up. I'm pausing because I need you to really understand what I'm talking about. Show up. Be where you need to be. Be where you're invited to be. But show up. Full, full, full showing up, like 100%. Turn your cameras on. Because I personally do not care if you took a shower, if your hair is all messed up, if your dog and cat is crossing across the computer, if you have children that is just jumping up and down, if you're in the middle of wherever you are, I don't care if you don't have makeup, I could not care less of that. And guess what? The majority of the people do not care either. But looking at you, connecting with your smile, it's much more important. I don't care if you're in the car, I don't care if you're in the supermarket, turn your cameras on. Not for me, for you. So today, if anything, if you forget about anything, always remember, be there in the here and the now, in the most present way that you can. This is going to be a fireside chat. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Carolina, for being here. Thank you, Umberto. Thank you so much. Not for me, this is for you.
And thank you, Catherine. Yes, because you're beautiful. You know, as a public speaking coach, people ask me, so what do you do? Do you empower me? No, I can't empower you. Nobody can empower anybody. I can remind you of your power, but you're already powerful. You're already beautiful. You're already fantastic. You're already brave. You're already all that. Yes, my job is to remind you. I'm reminding you right now. So show up. And this is a fireside chat. However, let's make it an interactive session. How about that? So if you have any questions, turn the microphones on and ask the questions. I love to be interrupted. I love it. I love it when in the middle of the sentence, someone say like, me way, but I have this question. Ask, go for it. Because guess what? All we have is this screen. If you were right now in the audience and you will be raising your hand, I, will, I would just stop what I'm saying and say like, you, what do you have to say? I love it. Doesn't need to be relevant. D don't even think of, this is a stupid question. No, 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 just be you. And guess what? We have a chat. I love Zoom for that. Ask questions in the chat. And guess what? We have reactions over here where you can feel like the clapping, the little hands, you can raise your hand over here. So go for it. The fireside chat is more interesting when Claudia and I are talking about things that you want to know, not that we want to tell you. So it's a pleasure to meet you. I am the co-founder of Yoshida Academy. And it was like Claudia, a dream that one time I had, I said, I want to have an academy one day. And I want it to be about, I don't know, I'm confused because I want it to be about talent development. I want it to be about leadership, but I also love diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's like my core, because guess what? Did you see my face? I look Asian, right? Go ahead. Yes, everybody's asking. My father is Japanese. My mother is Mexican. Now you can say like, ah, oh, got it. That's why. Yes. So I was, you know, I, I was born with black beans and stream uh, and, and, you know, steamed rice. <laughs> and so I was born in diversity, equity and inclusion. And so it's in my, in my veins. And I thought I wanted to do training and development. Uh, I'm a psychopedagogue and so I study education. But I also love working with leadership and public speaking. And I didn't know how all of those things talk to each other until I had a photo, an academy. That's exactly what we're going to do. And then an angel came from the sky flying down and her name is Angie Ogando. Actually, her name is Angie, so it's quite coincidental. And uh, my co-founder, Angie Ogando, and I started Academy officially a year and some things ago. Uh, a year ago, uh, but unofficially about four years ago. I've been working for corporations for 29 years in different countries. I am uh, born and raised in Mexico City. So for all of you fellow Mexicans, <laughs> mucho gusto. And, um, and I've been in the United States for 18 years now. Um, so great to be here with all of you. Um, any, oh, person, uh, any person, any person, I know, I 
know, first question. So thank you for walking us through that story, for getting us to the today, but let's back up. So when did you learn, when did you know, right, that this was your calling, that you wanted to train people? Like, how did you discover your strengths? Like, tell us a little bit more about that, because we see who you are. We see that you're co-founder of Joshida, that you are, you know, successful as having been trained in different countries. But how did it all get started? So that's what we want to know first. Thank you for asking that. So, um, like many of us, what we do right now as our passion has called us from childhood if you think about it the things that you really really love you know it you've always known it i'm i call this the calling tu llamado and you have it all your life but you just decide that you can't live out of it you know when people tell you oh i want to be this thing and somebody in the family said no you should be a doctor a lawyer an engineer because you're not going to get paid for that no? and then you choose the wrong path uh, many many people do that um, i actually didn't even know what i wanted to be or to become this right i knew i knew what i felt and i felt angry when i saw injustice so i knew that it was more about like I don't know, fighting for the good causes and things like that. Um, I knew as well that I loved my culture. I was a child when I was looking at El Ballet Folklorico de Amalia Hernandez. And I saw that on TV, I watched that on TV, and they were showing up in France. And I remember saying, I don't know what that is, but one day I want to represent my country somewhere. So, I didn't know the name of it, Claudia. I just knew the feelings that I wanted to have. For many, many years, um, I I wanted to be a lawyer. And then life, which by the way, like Andy said, they are not coincidences, they are good incidences. Life put me on the path of pedagogy, which is psychology and education. And I was there by mistake, but I loved it since day one. So it is all about studying the human behavior to potential to, to, to find the potential and maximize that potential. Um, I didn't know the name of it also when I came to the company and they say, do you want to be in training and development? And I was like, okay. And it was that. And so if you allow it, your calling finds you. And if you listen to it, if you obey that calling, regardless of if you make money or not, if people like it, like it or not, what your parents and your family tells you, if you follow that, then you follow that path. And I did follow the path of education, training, all that. So I joined uh, organizations and uh, I was always on between like human resources and, and marketing. And then I studied marketing and then I worked on sales and then I worked on customer service. And I moved from industry to industry. My last industry was financial. Before that, I was in Ogilvy and May. There was um, advertising. And before that, I was in telecommunications, uh, in MCI and AOL. I know, AOL, you're dating me now. So <laughs> I know, we're not going to talk about that, but we do have a question here uh, as you're talking about this. So as you were finding your path, did you find people that did not believe in you? And how did you approach that situation? Thank you for the question. I told you that I love interruptions. Of course. Of course I had people didn't believe in me. For even my bosses. You know, like, oh, so 
don't aim that high. Of course, I have people saying that. When I came to the United States, I mean, I'm not saying that my English is fantastic. Of course not. I invent a lot of words and have this accent. But I have people telling me, oh, yeah, but, you know, you have issues with English, so you won't be able to make it. Of course. I have people telling me, oh, you should have studied something else that would, that would you know, bring you more money. I have many people. And they come in all shape and forms. Your boss, the neighbor, a family member. You have them all the time. And let me share with you what happened. I learned a long time ago, thanks to some uh, uncles and aunts and, and some things that I read, that sometimes when people are telling you what you can't or criticizing you, you have to allow them to become your teachers because the universe is sending them to you as teachers. When somebody's telling you and criticizing, you can't do this, you're ugly, you're not able, you're not capable, you're not, they're teaching you, they're testing you. And all you need to do is first be thankful. I call them my tyrants. If anybody's interested in what I read in those days, I'll share that with you, but that's another path. <laughs> I can speak two hours on that. And I decided to allow that to happen, listen, and say, what is the real challenge? Where do I need to improve? Would you believe if I tell you that if you right now run a psychology test, I would show up introvert and shy? You might not because I'm a public speaking coach, but the reality is that I am. And I realized, wait a minute, I just need a little bit of bravery right not fearless that's not that doesn't exist a little bit of bravery a little bit of fear but then a little bit of courage and then just doing things and guess what public speaking is a skill set i know i'm going a, a little bit fast with public speaking claudia but oh I'm no sure. please don't begin. Sure. why don't you start with the question of why is public speaking important because i think that's exactly where the conversation is taking us so let's go there because that's the topic of, of today yes yes and before i move that let me just finish i'm going to finish responding the question with something important there is this book from don miguel ruiz that is called the four agreements I read it when I was on my 20s and I kind of understood it, but I read it again on my 30s and it was a, ah, one of the principles is not to take things personal. And I didn't understand that because I thought, what do you mean I'm not going to take things personal? I'm the one that they're criticizing. And I didn't understand, no, no, no. If this person that is being your tyrant, your, 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 your harshest critic, is the same way with everybody then it's not personal it's just you right so you know what i mean it's not you sorry it's that person so they're not criticizing your your soul they're not criticizing your spirit they're just teaching you allow them to be your teachers teaching you to learn something that they saw from the outside and to finish this i learned something important other than not taking it personal and allowing them to be my teachers I learn to ask questions. Minue, who do you think you are to be to be training people with basketballs? This is not a circus. Why do you say that? Ask questions, at least three. 
What makes you think that I will not achieve my objective of training with basketballs? What makes you believe that? And when you explore, when you explore that criticism, you realize beautiful things. First, that they were wrong. Second, that every time somebody is being mean to you, bullying you, criticizing you, has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with their own insecurities. Don't be offended. Don't be offended. Just let it go. Yeah, let it slip. Um, Claudia, you were asking me about public speaking. And it's a huge topic. Do you want me to go ahead and give some tips on the public speaking or something in particular? Guide yes, well, let's talk about two things. So obviously we all understand the importance of public speaking, but what are some of the most common mistakes that you've seen on people that could be either easily overcome or you know, if there's an awareness that could be rectified on the spot? And then if we can talk about those five immediate actions that people could take starting today to make a difference on their projection of public speaking. Yes, yes, yes. So I am not going to bore you with any long list of things. We're going to be super practical. So I'm going to divide this into Claudia because public speaking right now is not microphone 500 people. Right now we're on camera. So I'm going to quickly divide this. I'm going to go very fast with audience people and then I'm gonna come back to camera. When you are about to start any presentation in person and you're about to grab the microphone and you're about to do anything else, you've got to remember that it's not ums and ums. I love Toastmasters, but this is not about that. It is about a deep understanding of why somebody asks you to speak in front of others. There's a reason why you were called to be there. And that's going to be your anchor. And the reason is because either you knew something that they didn't know. So hang on to that. That's your anchor. Or they want to hear from your experience that they didn't have. That's your anchor. So stop stop this crazy mind sometimes. It's like, oh, give me though. What if I do? What if, what if I? All right. Second thing. And this applies to both camera and in person. Stop fighting the fear. Stop fighting. I don't want to, I don't want to be afraid. I don't want to be nervous. Stop fighting it. Because the reality is you will be nervous and you will be afraid. And fear, it's also good. Embrace it. What I do when I'm about to speak in front of 5,000 people, I grab the microphone. My stomach is like, oh, get nervous, right? So I exchange the word, que miedo, que nervios, I'm afraid, for, how exciting. There's a long explanation for this, and the source is on neuro-linguistic programming. If anyone is interested, I'll share with you much more. It has a deeper meaning. Right now, just trust me. Your body does not differentiate between excitement and fear in that way when you're speaking in public. So change it, you're excited. You're excited. Third one, who cares how you're dressed and if your hair this and that, and <laughs> your people are so afraid, they're gonna judge me. So here's the thing, ready? Yes, yes, they will judge you. So 
because I'm judging you, you're judging me, we're all judging each other. But it's like I can I can conjugate that verb. Who cares? They will judge you. Yeah, so what's important is not about you, it's about them. It's about your audience. How do you help them get it? I'm gonna repeat this. Focus on how can I help them get this? Whatever it takes, whatever I need to do, focus on that, on the message. And then I'll, fi I'll finalize with be the authentic you. And I'm pretty sure you've heard that before. So I'm going to just speak practically. Do you like making jokes? Then be funny on stage. Do you like crying? Do you cry because of a commercial? of a poppy and then you go, oh my God, then cry. Then bring some Kleenex and cry. Do you like to be serious? Be serious. Do you like to be bubbly? Be bubbly. Like, that's what I meant. The authentic you is the one that you are, that you should know. And if not, maybe that's your homework for today. Name five adjectives. That's your homework. Five adjectives that describe who you are. By the way, to not judge you, no judgment. Don't criticize yourself. You have already enough people criticizing you. Why would you do it to yourself, right? And use those adjectives. All of them are positive. Guess what? That wasn't me, right? This is me. The one you're watching right now, that's me. I love voice modulation. I love using my hands. I love being who I am. That's me. And guess what? When you are you, Because what you see is what it is. Now, on camera, it's very similar to what I just said, but there are some tweaks. Tweak number one, everything communicates. Everything. So I am right now reading you. And I told you that I don't care if you were you know, with makeup or without makeup. That I'm not, I don't, I'm not talking about beauty. This is not a context for Victoria's Secret or for or for the, the magazine Vogue or this has nothing to do with concepts of beauty and all that. No, no, no. I am saying everything communicates. So an example, if your topic is about uh, nature, you should have plants in the back. If your topic is about um, loving yourself, put a heart in the back, as cheesy as it is, who cares, right? If your topic is about wellness, come dress in pants, in sweatpants and ponytail. Don't come dress in a suit because you're going to talk about yoga. So match the content with the look and feel of what you have on camera. That takes me to this, to the next one. Your words need to be chosen in a way that you're not even thinking about them. Please do not memorize stuff. Don't memorize paragraphs and three-minute presentations, not even a business pitch or a professional pitch. Because at the moment that you get a little bit nervous, if you memorize it, you're going to forget. What you should do is create what I call keywords, only keywords. 
and you can write them down. Listen, I have keywords all the time. I write it in my notebook, I, right? And, and I just have keywords. Keywords are words that are called trigger words, just words to remind you what you were supposed to talk about so that you are not divagando en las alturas, you know, so that you're not lost on the topic. But be you, a keyword should trigger a whole event, right? And, and here's the thing. You know your story better than anyone. So tell the story, guide people through that. So back on camera, you have your keywords. Don't read, please don't read. I die when I see people reading and guess what? Look in my eyes and tell me if you can't see. So it's a pleasure to be here today. I am very excited that Claudia invited me. Am I reading? Did you see that? Of course you can see it. Is there a connection? No, there's no connection. Okay, another one. Eye contact. We were taught since little children that eye contact is to look eye to eye. You can do that in person, not on camera. Because eye contact on camera is a little bit different. I'll give you an example. Look at me in the screen. I am going to make eye contact with uh, Claudia Fried with her image because there's a photo there, okay? So, hey, Claudia, how are you? Oh, good, right? And so... Hi, Mireille. I am oh, here I now can, in person. Oh, I can see you now. So, Claudia, I'm talking to you. Um, do you feel that I am looking at you in the eye? Oh, no, you're not. Definitely not. But let me tell you something. I promise you I am. Because it's like the reality is that I am looking at you in the eye. You see? Now I'm looking at camera. Claudia, yes. do you feel that I'm looking at you? Uh, I am yes. not. I am, <laughs> I'm looking at a, uh, right? I'm looking at a green dot. Right. So here's what, so here's what you're all going to do. Train yourselves to look in the little green dot or red dot or whatever dot you have for the camera. Yeah. So that, so that the feeling is of eye contact. Otherwise you're looking somewhere else and don't read stuff. It looks awful. Right. Now, the last one, because I can keep going and talking about this five hours. So. Uh, the space that you have is this from, from here to here and here to here. So you can't say something like, I'm very happy to be with <laughs> No, yeah, you know, your hands are already out and whatever. So you have the space, use it. If you do not use your hands, check it out. Hi, I'm, I'm very happy to be here today. And I'm going to speak like this for one hour and I'm going to look like a Muppet. Right, because it's just your head. <laughs> no, use your hands, use your arms. Move forward, move backward. Use the head, the head has movement, you know? Move the shoulder and say, hey. So you have a whole torso, learn to move it. But how much, Minwe? Align it to your topic. Not too much, not too little. Ni tanto, que queme al santo, ni tanto que no lo alumbre. Claudia, I think I've given you top fast tips for all of you to be better public speakers, both in person and on camera. However, I'm open to any questions and I can talk about this for 10 hours. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story, how the idea of Joshida Academy came to mind, a little bit about your background, some of your personal 
um, you know, experiences as being questioned out of your ability to be able to perform the job that you do. How did you overcome that? And then providing us with these tips. Uh, again, you know, we look up, up to you for as our expert in regards to public speaking. And we just wanted to thank you. People are saying thank you again. They wrote your saying, las palabras mueven, pero el ejemplo raza. So thank you so much for being here with us. And we will be in contact. Where can people find you? Tell us a little bit more about your social media or if somebody wants to contact you, where should they contact you? Well, I'm going to make it very easy. My, na my name is Minue Yoshida. So <laughs> when I was a child, I want to be called Maria Guadalupe or something like that because I grew up in Mexico. But now I'm very happy that my parents actually named me Minue Yoshida because you can find me everywhere. Um, so follow me on LinkedIn. Please follow my social media account on Yoshida Academy. We are in Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Uh, we You can go to yoshidaacademy.com. Dot com, which is our website, be connected via social media. Uh, it is my pleasure to be here with you all. Thank you for allowing me this space and this time. And thank you for being present. I am here with you. Muchísimas gracias. <laughs>